Hey friends, welcome to a new and exciting upgrade we have for the higher self. Uh, we are now doing all of our um, interviews live here in our studio, which I know you know is not my studio, it's actually my home. Um, but for our very first show, I'm here with my friend, Preston Smiles, and I think you guys are in for a treat. Preston, say hello. Hurrah! Blessings <laughs> and blessings, family. Yes, yes, and more yes. I'm so pumped. So excited to be uh, the guinea pig. That's right. The experiment. That's Let's right. Let's get it. So much of the guinea pig. We'll tell them a, a quick fun story. Mm -hmm. These arms here were hanging below and we had to like jimmy rig this thing mm. to figure out how to make them work, but we're good now. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Resourcefulness. That's right. Not mm. resources. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'll start there. Yes. So many people get stuck in life because they feel like they need resources mm. in order to grow, in order to invest in themselves. Yes. So many people press and say, I need money to start a business or I don't have such and such in order to get started. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, one of the things that I've always realized is it's never about your resources. Mm -hmm. It's always about your resourcefulness with what you do have. Truth. What do you think about that? Truth. That's... The, that statement and um, is all encompassing. Like nailedit.com, .edu, .canada, <laughs> everything. And here's why. Um, at 33 years old, I was living with my mom, broke as hell, but not broken, right? I had a million dollar consciousness, uh, but the outer circumstances hadn't matched the inner. And there was a internal conversation that I had to have about uh, the woe is me conversation that was also coming in, right? Because we all have this inner critic, this inner voice that's constantly trying to remind us slash save us from pain. So this wounded ego, if you may, uh, was coming forth trying to remind me that I was, you know, uh, born with dyslexia and and was in special education and you know how dare I and one of the biggest things and the biggest hurdles that I had to jump over was um, understanding that I would never outproduce slash out manifest my own self-concept and so I had to start with who am I really like I know what the voice is saying I am but who am I really and the moment I got who I really was, which to me is a unique emanation of the Most High, sent here to reflect and reveal God's love in only the way that I can, right? When I got that, and I got that puppies, beautiful, cute, babies, oh my God, rainbows, yes, Preston, yes, right? Not separate, right? When I got that, I stopped looking out there to, 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 to produce for me. And I, I became a divine power plant. And, and, and the, the inside out energy helped me become resourceful. I began to see possibilities and opportunities where they previously weren't. And it changed my entire life. And that year, 33 years old, I met the woman of my dreams who is now my wife, right? Four kids under four, chaos. Twins, the whole thing, right? I met that woman and she had two superstars right now. People who were on TV, in movies, the movie Top Gun. One of the stars of that movie was after my wife at that time. Now I'm 33, broke, 
right? Skinny, right? Doesn't really understand anything about entrepreneurship. And these guys are after her and I'm after her. And I, I, what, what I believe won the day was I had a vision, right? I had a vision and I had an understanding of the truth of my being. And to me, that is where everybody gets to start is who am I really? Mm. I love that because for most people, mm-hmm. you tell me how you feel about this, but most people that you meet, even successful people, mm-hmm. even the movie star actors, even the whole thing, the one thing that I've discovered, Preston, is the one thing that they're missing, which is the most important thing. They have no idea who the fuck they are. Truth. And if you have no idea who you are, you have no idea what you want. You have no idea why you want it. You are running a program based off of fear consciousness. Mm. So what your dream woman felt inside of her was, do these men want me for for some distorted reality that they're living from? Or do they want me because because of what's inside of my heart? And because you knew what was inside of your heart, the heart's connected and that's where the magic came. Bingo. Right? Yes. Mm, I love that. So tell me more about that. Yes, yes. Uh, Oh man, there's so many pieces and parts to it, but I'll tell you this. Um, One of the things that I'm still, still uh, saying yes to, Mm -hmm. right? Because I teach my students all the time that the, the greatest gift you could give all of humanity is to say yes to your yes, right? And it's, for some people, it's a still small voice. For some people, it's a, it's a body hit, right? For some people, it's, it's literal visions of things. But whatever it is, right, whatever is calling us forward, when we say yes to that thing, magic happens, right? And it's always happening, whether we are aware of it or not. Uh, my belief is the universe, God, Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, source, divine intelligence is always moving ahead of us. And it doesn't speak English. It speaks frequency. That's right. Right. So when I am a yes to my yes, whatever that is, I watch my kids go into tantrums this morning, fighting, right? Full-fledged tantrums. But what they're being in that moment is a yes to what is true for them. They are not in resistance to what is. They are a yes to it. I'm angry. Give me candy. No, buddy. No candy in the morning. Give me candy. Right? No candy in the morning. Right? Right? They are a yes to their yes in that moment. And I think that us humans have, have gotten far away from it because we've been uh, bamboozled with the weapons of mass distraction, a.k.a. these cell phones and this, them selling us into this idea about the product over the process, right? A lot of people, and you know, because we, we, we both swim in these worlds, a lot of people have things. They have a lot, but they're empty and they're slaves to the things, right? And so the distinction between someone who's actually free and someone who just has a bunch of stuff is ginormous. Huge. Right? And when you're tapped in and tuned in, you can smell it from a mile away. You could see it. Yes. It's, there's big dick energy that enters the room, big vulva energy that enters the room where you're like, ah, that person understands who they are, right? It, that, that, that bleeds different. And some people, right, and no offense to anyone who's doing all of these things, 
But, you know, we get the cars and the houses and the clothes and the followers and the likes and the this and the that and the filler and the, oh, I'll pump my lips up. Oh, I'll mm -hmm. look like this. Mm -hmm. I'll do this. It's empty. And, and anybody who's, who's standing in their power can smell it from a mile away. It's so interesting you bring that up, Preston, because the more of that stuff you need, mm -hmm. quite frankly, the less happy you are mm. and the less connected you are to yourself. And don't even get me started with God or source yes. or love for that matter. Mm. Because, and again, no offense to anybody who is here because I was once there. Truth. I needed the car. Yes. I needed the watch. I needed the suit. I mm. needed the tie. I needed the <laughs> Louis Vuitton duffel bag. I needed it all. And you know why? Because I was deeply afraid of anyone discovering who I really was. Mm. Because I hadn't even done that yet myself. Because I hadn't done that yet myself. And so what I realized, and I'll speak about me. Mm -hmm. I won't speak about anybody else. But mm -hmm. what I realized is that back then when I was in that part or that phase of my journey, mm -hmm. right? Because some people are meant to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And some people are not. Mm -hmm. There's no right or wrong. We're all here for, for different reasons and different purposes. But what I can say about myself is I remember I came face to face. This was on my first ayahuasca retreat. Mm -hmm. I walked in, Preston, man, I had the gold Gucci glasses. <laughs> I had the, you know, I, I didn't have the normal Louis Vuitton duffel bag. It, it had to have LV everywhere, yes. everywhere, right? Yes. You know, I had the clothes, the whole thing. And I walked in, I remember the first person I saw was this guy named Pablo. Mm. And Pablo had his beard down to here. Yep. He had his hair all jacked up. He probably didn't even wear a shirt. And I remember something inside of me saying, you know, that makes me very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, but all I know is that someday mm. I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be, because I came face to face with freedom, mm -hmm. with real freedom. Real talk. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that as well is uh, sometimes people hear through the filter of, oh, then that means I need to renounce and not have anything and live on a street corner. Right. But it's a both end. Right. We, I, I've, taught my students often that the Ninja Turtle and the Barbie doll is no different than the Range Rover and the house, right? One day it'll be trash or belong to someone else. So we enjoy what is because it is. It is a gift from whatever thing you call God or whatever you want to call it. It is here to be used. It is here to be a tool for us to express our and reveal our love. So I'm not mad at anybody who wants or desires a G-Wagon. Just don't have it be your God. That's right. That's right. right. Absolutely. Mm. Because, it, and you know what? And, and not just don't let it be your God, mm. but don't let it be your defense mechanism mm -hmm. for protecting yourself. Yeah. Right? Because that's what we do. We create the story. Mm -hmm. Right? And the story is I'm powerful. I'm successful. I'm good looking. I have the G-Wagon. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have a big house. Right? But my challenge to you, if you're listening right now, is impressing. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you the same thing: is what does any of that matter if you don't have love? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What does yeah. any of that matter if your body is swollen mm -hmm. from all of the emotion going on inside, and you're filled with stress, and mm -hmm. you're uneasy inside? And quite frankly, if you don't know how to sit and spend time with your children, if you're constantly working hard to 
run away or not be in your home because yes. you're disconnected with your partner. Yes. Then, then, then what is it? Is it God or is it a massive defense mechanism that you've created because you're truly afraid? Mm. Mm. Man, there's so much to that. And, you know, I have like deep compassion and empathy at times for that journey. Uh, because all of us have been on it at some level, For sure. right? For There's sure. nobody who can cast a stone because no. we've all been on it Absolutely. no matter what. Um, and you and I have the good fortune of, 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 of experiencing both and knowing which one is, is uh, sustainable, mm. which one is, um, which one feels the best, right? So I think humanity is in an interesting place. And I'm really grateful. And, and for me, it's, I'm, I'm optimistic about where we are. I speak to some friends and they're like, we're going to hell. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 not with this many no, podcasts, no, this many no, people. No, 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 yeah. No. Right. It's, yeah. It, it's happening. It's, a, it's happening right now. Yes, yes. It is happening. We're all, um, marching towards, uh, death which this may not sound cool. Right. We're all marching towards death. Every moment, That's every right. minute that goes by, we're, we're closer to that date. Um, but how we're marching, right? I see us coming back into alignment. I see us having to reckon and uh, recalibrate to uh, what, is, what is my truth now, right? And one of the trickiest things that has occurred especially in the self-help personal development space is this idea that I have to have it all figured out, right? Bro, recently I've been in a dark night of the soul. Recently, I've had to sit with some of the choices and the decisions that I've made. Recently, I've had to move through some of the shame and the guilt from decisions I made way back in the, way, in, 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 in the day because I bypassed back then, right? One of the beautiful things about plant medicine ceremonies is it's this great mirror that if you go deep enough, you can't hide from, right? That's right. Um, the beautiful thing about these skin suits and these bodies we came in is we can still access that with or without the plant medicine. The plant medicine just gets us there a little faster, but breath, meditation, stillness. I have my clients often do something called a soul sabbatical where I ask them to leave their phone in their house or in their car, go out into nature for about 30 to 45 minutes and just sit and listen. That's right. Right. For some people, that's one of the hardest things to do ever. Right. It's very challenging not to do, right. We become these human doings and to, to, to recalibrate that, to be, do, have, mm -hmm. And then to sort of relook at what have means, right? I know you know this, but we think have, you know, from the past is things. Mm -hmm. But um, spirit can only do for us what it can do through us. Mm -hmm. Said differently, I can't have what I want, but I may experience what I have. So if I'm having joy, if I'm having uh, excitement, if I'm having presence to the presence, if I'm having anger, right? So many of us have disowned what is normal and natural to the human because of our parents or societies or the bullies that have come through our lives. 
I know I work with so many people who are disconnected from their thump and their anger and that warrior aspect of themselves because their father or mother did it in a disconnected way. That's right, yeah. right? Our whole society has villainized this natural emotion that all of our children and us experience as, as, as babies. But at some point we get beat out of it. And one of the things, and this is the last little analogy I'll put in here, but it's a reminder, especially now because I have my own home, mm -hmm. uh, I, I water my garden and my grass all the time. And if that hose is folded or kinked at any area, the flow of the water slows down. Mm -hmm. And if there's many knots and kinks, almost no water comes out. Right. So if I'm folding the hose on anger, I'm also folding it on joy. If I'm folding it on sadness, I'm also folding it on my sexual feelings, right? There are five core emotions, fear, anger, sadness, joy, sexual feelings. Everything is a spectrum of that. Mm. Sarcasm is a form of anger. Frustration is a form of anger. I've had to recently, I got to, I was blessed to recently coach someone who tried to tell me that anger was useless. And this is what we came to. I said, bro, you like riding in airplanes? She's like, of course. It's like, how do you think that happened? Because when I tune in, I think about people in East Africa, which is as far as we can go, as far as humanity is, right? The first people in East Africa, knowing that there's water about 30 miles away, right? And then going through the process of walking there and being eaten and all the other things. And then at some point, somebody, at some point in human history, someone said, these horses may be a good thing, right? So the frustration of my children and other people being eaten along the way turned me to horses. And then at some point, somebody got frustrated, AKA angry, which is also attuned to passion and also a reminder that something needs to be burned down and rebuilt, right? At some point, someone said, I need to put a carriage on this thing. And then at some point, someone said, you know what? What would it look like if I put an engine and this carriage thing. And then someone said, yo, I like driving, but like, what if we flew? All of that was birthed through anger. I love it. I love it. Uh, so much. I think we can be here for like three hours, literally. <laughs> so this is gonna be a three hour podcast, so get ready. But I know you're enjoying this. Um, so much came up mm -hmm. in what you just said. First is plant medicine. Mm. Second, I still want to get back to your relationship with your wife. Yes. But third, since we're on the topic of anger, you have a very unique and distinct um, um, position in my life mm. in that you are a part of a huge part of my transformation. A huge part of transfer, uh, transformation. Many of you guys don't know this, but um, here in Austin, there's a group called the Empowered Brotherhood. And um, they get together every Thursday here at Zilker Park. It's a wonderful place to go and connect. And it's, it's for men. It's mm -hmm. for guys. Um, uh, my buddy Garen invited me. And one of my deepest wounds was, was, was the brother wound mm. because I had a deep father wound. Mm. Now, and this is where I want you guys to understand this. This is after 12 ayahuasca ceremonies, mm. probably nine or 10 mushroom ceremonies, probably <laughs> facilitating mm. a bunch of them myself, deep meditation, 
breath work, you mm. name it. And this is still inside of me. Mm. This is why you truly are like an onion and you are peeling the layers mm -hmm. away little by little, right? Yes. This was just recently. We're talking June. Yes. It was the weekend prior to my birthday, actually. Yes. And I know why. I'll tell you more about that in a second. But at that event, I had never been tested like that before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because first off, I signed up on a whim. I didn't even know what I was signing up for. Mm -hmm. You know, many of you, God bless you, I understand. But if, if there's a coaching program or if there's a whatever, you want to ask all the questions. What's mm -hmm. the cost? What am I doing? How long is the commitment? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. I'm just like... Let's, Let's go. go. Yep. Let's go. If it's going to help me to grow, right? Right? If it's going to help me to grow. So that I pull up and sure enough, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be at a nice hotel. Mm. I'm on a strict diet. I get to take my food. Next thing you know, it's all these cots. <laughs> We're in a straight up like military environment. Yes. We're sleeping on. These guys are waking us up at four in the morning, banging flashlights, all of them. I will say you were the only nice one. Mm -hmm. You were like, when I wanted to kick someone's ass, <laughs> you would walk by and smile at me. And that, that helped me so much. But I bring that up because, you know, and I'll say it this way. I feel like for a lot of men, you know, a lot of our men in society, we have been demasculinized. Yes. Right? Yes. Where we have forgotten how to be dangerous, where we have yes. forgotten how to get angry, where we have forgotten how to protect. Mm. And I remember like, well, you know this, I was angry the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. The whole, <laughs> I had a point to prove to the point that at one point, and I'll let you, I'll let you, you know, kind of share, but you know what I'm going to say to the point that at one point we were made to hold up a log. This was after I wasn't sleeping. I was staying with my fast. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to eat the, the food that they were giving us. And a guy comes in um, and, and he starts yapping at me, like, <laughs> right? And I go after him. I was ready to fight him. I was ready to fight you. I was ready to fight everybody, right? And Samson goes, you think you're a badass? Hold it up for yourself. Mm. And I was like, all right, I will. You know, and it's this like 100 pound. Like, and I'm like. <laughs> but the beautiful thing, and then I got in trouble and I had to carry all the guys. As a matter of fact, my team, I'll give you guys the footage so you could show them. But, you know, it broke me. Mm. is what it did and mm. it broke th that kind of anger in me. Mm. and it brought out after an ice bath ceremony mm. which i believe you were there for um it brought out a love for my guys mm. for my brothers that were there where it was at the beginning all about me protecting yes. me yes because i was really good about that because my mm. father wasn't there yes and it became I can't leave my guys. Yes. You know, yes. I can't leave my guys. And so share a little bit about that because it's a beautiful experience. Yes. All of that <laughs> is so beautiful. And I think you you nailed it. Uh, the event, the experience, the ceremony is called Activate Your Alpha. Activate your alpha. And I think we have a skewed idea about what, what alpha means. Um, I know I grew up, you know, watching The Ultimate Warrior and Rambo and Clint Eastwood and all these guys who either had all the answers and were shooting up all the bad guys who happened to be brown or black or dark, um, which brought a whole nother set of issues up for me. Um, or Al Bundy, Homer Simpson, and these flabby, weak versions of what a man is. And so I have these two ideas, right? which we have been taught, this one's alpha, this one's quote unquote beta. beta. And for us, Activate Your Alpha was about taking that back and reintroducing what it means to truly be an alpha. And you beautifully encapsulated it when you had the moment of 
this because there's 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 codependence, there's independence, and there's interdependence. And you in that moment went from independent to interdependent. You got that we are living in an ecosystem. And it's not just about you. And when your brothers rise, when your brothers heal, when your brothers make it, so do you. And that, uh, amongst a lot of other things, was the point of that. And we'll be doing another. We'll probably do two a year. But boy, oh boy, was it interesting and funny to see you go through your process. I loved it. Well, the the best part, and by the way, what's the website? Because for all of you fellas, listen, I don't recommend... There's a lot I don't recommend, but this I recommend. Empoweredbrotherhood.com. Empoweredbrotherhood.com. Check that out. But, you know, another thing that happened to me, which, again, after all those plant ceremonies, were you there for the ice bath? No, but I saw the footage. You did. I saw the footage. Yeah. So it was one of those moments where we were in the ice. It was after no sleep, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And it was our second ice bath. It was in the middle of the night. That's right. It was Samson. Yes. Um, and I, and I do want to talk about this mm-hmm. because I want to talk about the experience of it Yes. and, and what it really means to connect spiritually with source and let source download into you messages. Cause it was, it was powerful, mm. but guys, the only thing that I can tell you is that the other thing that plant medicine does for you is this thing shuts up mm. and, and, and when this shuts up, this opens and this opens and you get connected straight to source, mm. right? And when that happens, you allow the divine to come into your life and to heal you in ways that nothing on this planet ever can. No, no therapy can, no nothing can. It's the divine. Yes. And so we're in the middle of this ice bath and my body is shaking uncontrollably because again, I'm, I'm sticking to my fast. I'm not eating. I'm not, you know, after probably 5,000 pushups and yes. God knows what. And I'm mad and I'm like, man, my body is shaking and I can't control it because I want to control everything. Yes. And Samson comes up, by the way, you got to, you got to look at my friend, Samson. I follow him, but he's this wonderful, strong, beautiful man. And he walks up to me. He goes, brother, it's okay to let go and not have it all figured out. Mm. And in that moment, I'm crying my eyeballs out. I'm on the floor. And, and I had a full DMT release. I started having messages for everybody. Yes. It was, it was beautiful. And the message that came to me was, I remember my hand was shaking and pointing to the sky. And then it was pointing to my heart. Mm. And I was like, I get it. We really are all one. And it was just, it was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Yes. That's so good, man. That makes my heart smile so big, man. Because uh, we're all connected, right? That's right, bro. Your breakthrough is my breakthrough, That's right? right bro. And and thank you for bringing us there. Thank you for letting everyone else in yeah. on that and being humble enough to share that. Yeah. Um, I think that authenticity is is the new way. That's right, man. You know, That's right. we get to teach, not sage from the stage, but guide from the side, right? And and that is a big distinction. And I see you living that daily. Mm-hmm. I see you showing up to the best of your ability. And I think that parenthood is a big part of that, right? I know for me, me before kids and marriage and me after is a whole different human, right? And so I've been able to grow and learn because of my marriage, especially. The kid thing is easy to me, right? Kids are easy. Relationships? Marriage? What? 
It's, I'm finding it's some of the deepest medicine there is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's so funny because um and I and I want to know your mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. with with finding your wife and you know the whole mm-hmm. thing. But well, tell us that story. Tell us that story. It's the craziest story I on the planet. Hear. I want to hear. You all, it's like a movie. I want right? to hear. I'm just preferencing right now. It's like a movie. Yeah. So here it goes. <laughs> this is so good. Just watch. <laughs> so. I uh, was at a party in Venice Beach, and uh, there was 13 of us, and somebody there said, hey, I started doing this new thing called human design. Can I do everyone's charts? Right? So she does everyone's charts. I'm the last person. She does my chart. She goes, hmm, this is interesting. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Right? Like I'm like semi-skeptical. She goes, oh, it's interesting. All of the lines in your brain are lit up, so it's easy for you when you tune in to just fly, right? Which is what some of you may be seeing right now, right? I don't have to like think, it just, I am being thought, right? Then she said, oh, wow. And I was like, what's oh wow? And she's like, well, according to this, and this is like my interpretation, but like, it says that you're gonna do great things and you're here to be great, but you'll never be as great as you could be without your queen, without your counterpart. And I'm like, interesting. I totally right. get that, by the way. Right? So I'm I'm 32, about to be 33 when this happens. And I think nothing of it, but, but I kind of take it in. The next day, I go to this place called The Temple in Venice Beach, and there's this guy named Richard there. Richard and I are talking. He's got the didgeridoo, the whole thing. I'm, I have my skateboard in hand. P, what you been up to? Oh, chilling, man, doing my thing. What you been up to, Richard? Oh, man, I just got certified in human design. So now I'm like... <laughs> Let's find out if this is bullshit. Right, right. right. He's like, you ever done it? It's like, nope. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know what time you're born? I'm like, I think so. Yeah. Right. So I give him my thing. Whoa. Interesting. Right. Does the same thing she did. Right. So I'm like, okay. Says here, like, based on what I see, like, you're here to do great things. This is before I've made it, by the way. This is before I'm Preston Smiles. Right. right? right, right. I'm, I'm just a dude who's like helping some people but i own a surf school and i teach surf lessons and i'm like this other like dude right i'm modeling for wilhelmina and i'm like in la doing my thing so this guy says basically the same thing as her so i go home and i really sit with it and i'm like you know what maybe it is time for me to call somebody in right um it just wouldn't leave me which i took as the third sign right so i decided to do six months of celibacy right dude your story is, yeah, go. So I say, I'm, I'm six months, no sex, no even masturbation, right? Nothing leaves my body. No one sits on my body, right? right? It's all done. I shut it down. And six months go by. It's beautiful. I'm learning about myself. I'm growing. I feel more in my power. I'm keeping my chi. I'm learning discipline, which turns into discipline. And I start to feel myself. I'm attracting different, amazing people. And I'm starting to get, the wheels are spinning, right? Now, remember, 33 is when I moved back in with my mom. 33, at the end of 33, I made 150,000, which was the most I'd ever made, right? Because I made 36,000 before then. The next year, 300,000, the next year, six, the next year, 1 million, right? So it, everything took off right there, right? I meet, you'll get it, yeah. okay? So I'm single, six months of celibacy. I start dating. Um, I dated two people and then I woke up one morning, and this is gonna give some of you the chills. I woke up one morning at 6 a.m. on the dot and I instantly knew 
that I was about to meet my wife very soon. And so I went on Instagram and you can still find this if you scroll far enough back, but I got it tattooed on my arm, which is two wolves kissing. I found this picture of wolves. This is it. You're not going to really be able to see it, but I got it tattooed on my arm later. Um, I found this picture and I put on Instagram, I can feel her coming, dot, 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 hashtag wifey, hashtag the queen is on her way. Now at this point, I literally don't know who we're talking about, right? right? But I have a blind date set up with this girl named Eva. Eva, if you're watching this, Eva has kids now. It all worked out for her, but just watch this. So I had this uh, blind date set up with this girl named Eva. And now I'm going to fast uh, rewind just a second. Two months prior to this moment, I got a message from a friend from college named Vince. Vince said, I am in London, right? This is important. I'm in London and I just met a girl that is a female version of you. She does work in Africa. She's a coach. She's awesome. Her name is Alexi. Can I put you guys in a message? So I'm like, cool, of course, right? But my queen, whoever I'm going to marry is not in London. So Alexi is immediately off the table for me in my mind, right? He says, she's dating my friend. He's a movie star, X, Y, and Z. Cool. She's dating a rich movie star. She does work. Maybe we'll work together. He puts us in a message. I say, pleasure to meet you. I look on her thing. I'm like, oh, she's gorgeous, right? But she's dating that guy and she's in London, right? Pleasure to meet you. She says, oh, you too. I say, hey, here's my number. If you're ever in LA, hit me up. No response. That's two months prior. So now fast forward to Eva knocks on my door. That morning, I knew that I was about to meet my wife. She knocks on the door. I walk down my stairs and I prepare myself. Is this the moment I meet my wife? open the door. She says, hi. And I instantly know it's not her. I know you. Yep. Right. Yep. So it was like, ah, nope. I had been so cutthroat because I was no longer letting my dick run the show that I was just going to cancel the date right then and there. We had bought tickets to NQ, which is this poet who was uh, performing in Venice Beach. But I was in the power of prayer class. And in the power of prayer class, um, they asked us before we ever make any big decisions to pause for a moment and ask, right? So I invited her upstairs. I went in my room. I sat still and I said, God, am I supposed to go? And a like thunderous yes came back. Like, yes. And I'm like, but it's not her. Why am I going on a date with someone that is not her? I am calling in the queen only. Am I supposed to go? I asked twice. Yo, you sure? God, are you sure? Right? <laughs> yes. So I'm like, cool. All right, let me get dressed. Throw my clothes on. We run out. We get in my beat up Prius. And if you know anything about LA, um, Lincoln Boulevard has, Lincoln and Wilshire have the most lights in the LA area. Like red, like light, 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 right? I get off the freeway. I get onto Lincoln. And every red light, every single red light, on the way to this thing we hit. By the time we got to the seventh red light, I remembered that I had done a video on YouTube about the people who missed their flights during 9-11. The people who left the World Trade Center to go get food. The people who called in sick and did not die that day, right? And how there was no coincidences and whatever is happening is perfect for you and your divine curriculum, 
right? Oof, this gets me so crazy sometimes when I think about this story. So red light, red light, red light, red light. We get there, we're late. We hop out of the car, we run over. They say, oh my God, we're so sorry. We oversold the show by 10 seats. We can give you your money back or you can come in and sit on the wall. You can stand on the wall and watch the show. I look at her, she says, let's just go in. We go in, the guy says, "Uh, I'll walk you in. He walks us in. He tells my date and I, hey, you two, just go right here on the wall. He takes a few steps. He stops as if something grabbed him. Just stops. He doesn't even turn around. He just stops. And I'm like, what's going on here? He says, you know what? Now there's other people lined up. Right, right, right. But he says, you know what? You two, come here. I'm going to put two extra seats down on the front row. This is a fire hazard, so if something happens, you gotta get up quick. Thank you, sir, appreciate it. I sit here, Uh my date sits here. I look at my date, I look at the stage, I look back at my date, and next to her is Alexi. What? (laughs) My wife. And I instantly knew it. Really? Instantly knew it. Yeah. I said, Alexi? And she was like, Preston? And I was like, I thought you lived in London. She said, no, I just moved to LA. I was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, I just moved here. And I was like, okay. My date's in the middle the whole time going like this, right? (laughs) The energy's flying, right? I'm like, what is happening? This is my wife, right? The show starts the whole time I'm in my head. Yo, you see that calf muscle right there? I'm looking at my wife's calves. And I'm like, that's the calf I'm gonna wake up to for the rest of my life, right? I'm just, I'm like <laughs> scanning through everyone I've dated, the whole thing. I'm like, bro, yeah, 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 yeah. it's here, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. This is the cap or the beginning. We get up, my date can sense it. So she's like clinging to me. Of course. I'm super popular in LA. She is too, everybody's talking and um, I'm now scared because I'm like, how do I transition from hello to we're getting married, right? Like, (laughs) how do you do that, right? So we go to say bye and I'm so scared and awkward that we go to hug and neither one of us lets go. And so we're just sitting in this hug silently. And then she sort of pulls back and I'm like, well, if you're free sometime soon, I'd love to grab coffee. And she's like, (laughs) Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Vince said we work together. Yeah. Let's grab coffee. Yeah. yeah. So in her mind, this was not marriage. Right. She was like, we're supposed to work together. (laughs) For all this story. Right. (laughs) So we end up getting coffee. And on that day I shared my vision and all the things. What was a 45 minute coffee date or coffee meeting turned into a four hour long, like romance where she essentially realized that I was her husband and it was done. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah, man. I resonate so much with that story. So yeah. much with that story. Yeah. You have overlap with yours? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. With your... Yeah, I'll share someday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And so, last but not least, mm-hmm. as I am hearing you, how connected you are to yourself. By the way, Preston, how much you own who you are in mm. your uniqueness. Mm. Like, I love that about you. Thank I you. really do, bro. Likewise. I really do. And that, and I and I can appreciate it because I know what that journey is like. Mm-hmm. 
right? I know what it's like to live in the show. I know what it's like to be concerned with what other people think. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to finally go, this is just me. <laughs> and it might be crazy and I might rub people the wrong way. And I, yes. but I have to say what's inside because yes. I know I'm here to say it. Yes. Because we're here to help other people, right? We're here to be the conduits, right? Real talk. And, um, and I even hear your story with Alexi. Mm -hmm. um, and I resonate so much with it because I feel like so many human beings out there, and I'm going to say this, 90% of the human beings out there, the human race mm -hmm. is not experiencing that kind of magic. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're not connected. Yes, It's because they're living in the paradigms that religion has set up, that mm -hmm. politics have set up, yes. that, that race has set up. Do you know, the, just yes. the, the yes. whole separation. Yes. And for me, what I can say did it for me. Mm -hmm. And I have met that for other people, you know, it's it's the ice, it's yoga, it's mm -hmm. meditation, it's breath work. For me, what did it was plant medicine. Mm. You know? Yes. Plant medicine is the thing that opened, opened up. me up. Yep. Right? Yeah. Talk to me about plant medicine. Yes. Same. Same. What medicines, what plants, what animals, what? For me, um, particularly uh, psilocybin. Yep. Uh, was the the biggest opening. There was a time in 2012 where that whole year I did an ayahuasca ceremony tw uh, twice a month for a year. So I was in. Yeah. And now that medicine no longer calls to me. I haven't done it in so long. But for a year, I did I did about 31 ceremonies total. Yeah. Um, but mushrooms is the one that opened me up and created and built a bridge for me to understand my own divinity. And every time I step into that realm, any plant medicines of that nature, and I do it about three times a year, I'm, I'm very sparing with it, especially now, uh, because every time I step into that world in the arena, the medicine always speaks back to me, uh, my guides, everything. They always say the same thing, which is you're on the right path. You can't miss. Nobody else can miss either. Right. But bro, you are in alignment with the thing that has called you here, right? Uh, in this lifetime. And one of the things that I teach and remind people, right? Because a lot of times we say, chase your dreams, chase your dreams. For me, it's, I don't chase dreams. I chase alignment. And when I'm in alignment, dreams chase me. That level of um, conviction mm -hmm. and knowingness continues to produce. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I, I'm a yes to almost all plant medicines. I think that it's a beautiful thing. I'll do it with my kids. My kids will potentially watch this at some point. And yes, daddy, daddy has gone down the rabbit hole. I have been right. destroyed on plant medicines. I have literally taken so much that I don't even see me. I've disappeared. I've, I've walked through mountains on my hands and knees, growling and stalking. I've been, I've been to the mountaintop when it comes to that stuff, um, which is why I only do it three times a year now, right, because I, right. it, it's such a ceremony. Um, and it's not for everybody. Mm. It's not for everybody, yeah. right? Everybody has their entrance and their portal. Uh, what I will remind everybody is that the fruit doesn't belong to the tree. It belongs to the ecosystem. There are gifts, talents, abilities. 
there are things that are handwritten on your soul that are specifically for you to give to the planet and they do not belong to you. They were gifted to you to give back. The blood doesn't belong to the vessel. If it stagnates at any point, we got a problem. And so, so many of us are stagnating and waiting and holding tight and holding on, but that's not the game. The game is to say yes to your yes. So if you, some of you hear plant medicine and there's a, a, a still small voice that says, yes, that's your yes. That's right, listen. Some of you may hear plant medicine and there's a still small voice that says, nah, right? This is, it, this is a way, not the way. It is a portal, an entrance back to self. That's what we're all doing. Ram Dass said it. We're all just walking each other home to the self. You're welcome. <laughs> I, you know, I feel like I'm seeing myself. <laughs> yeah, we're super similar. Super, bro. super similar. Yeah, super yeah. similar. Um, my journey was the same. Mm. I went for a year and I, I, it, it was Aya. Mm. And um, and then psilocybin. I remember my 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 most profound journey. I don't even think those words. I can't say that because they're mm. all profound. Yes. They're all different. But one of my most profound journeys was on my birthday two years ago. Mm. And I wrote down because I was stuck in between this world of I am a real estate broker. Uh, yes. But there was in me. I was like. But that's not what I'm here to do. I don't even know what I'm here to do, but I know it's not that. Yeah. And I know I have all these things to share with people. But yes. what are people going to think? And what about my Instagram? And what about mm -hmm. my 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 real estate community? And what about it? Was just so much confusion. I remember I wrote down my intention. I wrote down, I no longer want to care about what other people think. Mm. I just want to be me. Mm. And sure enough, at that ceremony, you know this, we, you normally do three and a half grams of psilocybin, or, or for, if you don't know what that is, that is mushrooms, mm -hmm. mushrooms. Um, and I did three and a half grams like normal. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling incredible. And uh, um, at the time, I asked for more. Mm -hmm. And you know, you normally go for a second survey, they give you another gram or whatever. But you know, I have this friend from LA who, who was there in the ceremony, one of the guides. And he looks at me, he looks at the bag and he goes, you mm -hmm. just gave it to me. Yes. So I did seven grams. Yes. And that was, you know, by the way, I do not recommend that for anybody. Mm -mm. Please do, don't do that. Um, but that was the biggest ego death of my life. And yes. there have been many. Yes. But that one, it's like I saw the puzzle. Yes. That I had created in my mind. Yes. And every piece, the shame, the guilt, the worry, the fear, the mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. every piece that fell, it's like my body shook and just released it all. Yes. And finally, at the end of it, you know, it was the last piece. Mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna die. Mm -hmm. You know this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I thought this is it. I saw the white light. It's mm -hmm. like it's over. It's over. I'm this is where I'm going, right? There was two final pieces. The, the 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 first piece, like I said, this is the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm done. And I, I'll never forget this. I run outside of the house. I go into the grass. And you remember in the Matrix mm -hmm. where Neo has all that silver and it goes into his mouth. Mm -hmm. I saw myself becoming Neo, basically. Uh. So I reached into my mouth uh. 
And the thing that I felt the most disconnection and shame and fear about was my father. Yes. And my lack of relationship with my father. Mm. So I literally pulled out his name and I screamed it at the top of the lungs and present I drop. Yes. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just dropping. I'm just laying there in the grass, bro. Yes. So it's like, it was this biggest release, mm. you know? Mm. And then I don't know what happened, but I guess I woke up and I go, I get it. Yes. I get it. There are no barriers. Mm-hmm. There's no barriers. Mm. We make them up. Real talk. So I'm walking inside and I'm like, guys, there's no barriers. Guys, there's no, and everybody's tripping. Everybody's, yeah, there's yeah. like 30 people at my house. Everybody's tripping balls. They're just all doing their thing, you know? And I'm up and, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I get it. Uh-huh. There's no, uh-huh. this is a barrier. Uh-huh. There's no barriers. Boom! I just dropped everything. I'm yes. butt naked there, and it's yes. like because in that moment, Preston. I yes. know you might think I'm crazy. Yes. I had never felt as free as I did in that mm. moment right there. Yes, yes. You know. Yes, yes. I do. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> well, that is a part of why I go to Burning Man every year. Mm. That's one of the ceremonies. I don't count it as days. All of Burning Man is a ceremony, yeah. and it's that. Yeah. That's where I go renew. Yeah. Right? I go back to the watering hole and I dip in and I, I allow myself to get free-er by way of facing off with me. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the ways that Danny and I do that is by taking a little more than most people would. Yeah. I don't like to know that Preston is still in the building when I'm doing plant medicine ceremonies. I like to give my personality a um an exit for a while and see what wants to come through and um it's a powerful thing man yeah it's a powerful thing yeah really powerful Mm -hmm. preston thank you yes we could keep going for sure we'll we'll be here for a week (laughs) we'll be here for a week right yes bro um how do people get a hold of you at preston smiles on everything prestonsmiles.com um yeah you know, cool. you get awesome. a hold of me by tuning into yourself as well, because there's right. no separation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, and if if people people want to take things a little bit further with you, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Uh, I have a number of programs. I have a certification program for coaches in particular who are looking to become weapons, because uh, mm. that's one of the things that myself and uh, some of my business partners do, because we got sick and tired of this sort of like all right coaches, right? People yep, yep. who like, oh, mindset, but they're not like locked in. Right, right, right. Um, and then I have a program called Stretch 22, where it's a four month total freedom boot camp where we annihilate people and give them the experience of plant medicine without the plant medicine. Yes, I love that. Um, and, uh, you know, some other stuff, man. All you gotta mm-hmm. do is check me out. You'll see. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. My favorite show by far. Yes, yes. Because it feels like I was talking to myself, right? Yes, yes. And uh and and my experiences have been your experiences mm-hmm. and it's just been absolutely beautiful. Um I hope you enjoyed it. I know for a fact that this resonated with you. It spoke to you. It 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 caused a stirring inside of you. Mm. I'm going to ask you for one favor. Share this with somebody you love because their healing is your healing. Your healing is their healing. Their awakening is your awakening and vice versa. And, mm. and you know, like Ramda said, the best thing you can do for someone else is to just continue working on yourself. And the best thing that they can do is to, is to work on themselves. Mm. Control the controllables, work on you. Um, hopefully the show has been a great resource for you. And this is the beginning. 
We're going to do some special things here. So we're excited. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Hey friends, thanks for watching this week's episode of The Higher Self. I want to invite you to go to dannymorell.com to get inside access to all of our programs and our upcoming events. And I look forward to seeing you live in person at one of our next events.